Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, and welcome to the 3BY podcast for today. This is Spice. This is Salty, and we are your friendly murderers of the sacred cow. (laughs) There shall be a sacred cow murdered today in this podcast. Maybe yours, maybe not. Maybe yours, but certainly some people's. Honestly, if what I have to say outrages you, then maybe I'd like to make a suggestion that you really stop and think about why, because what I'm saying should not make anybody mad. What we're saying, because we both believe in this. It's something we see, this is a prepper community thing. This isn't, it's not really a uh, how-to, or it's not really a seven tips or something like that, but this is just an observation podcast about something we see in the, the prepper community that we think is just something that really should be pointed out as maybe not a good idea. A potential change of direction podcast, you might consider it. Yeah. Even though, frankly, I doubt anybody really will change their mind about it after. But I'd just like you to start thinking about it. That's all we ask. Just start thinking about it. Start paying attention to what you're doing and thinking about, hey, is this something I really, I mean, is there any merit to this? And who knows? Maybe you'll find that it is. So you want to you wanna spit out the thesis or shall I? Twinkies are a great prep because they'll last forever. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I just felt the need to throw that out there. They make those what we're frozen looking... fried Twinkies now, though. <laughs> yeah. That's a great, great idea. Yeah, isn't that good? You haven't tried one yet, have you? Not if the world freezes over first. How about we not bury the lead and jump right to it? What we're looking at today is the difference between paying attention to what's going on in the world around you in order to be better prepared and paying attention to political news. Right. Here's the thing. We get so inundated by the hate machine. And we've talked about this before. the, the, The hate machine is something that is used by everybody to gain political and economic power. They try and crank up the hatred as much as possible to get everybody hating everybody else and everybody taking sides because that puts money in the pockets of the people who are generating money and power into the pockets of the people who are generating the hate. Um, And it deflects serious criticisms from the people who are generating the hate. Right. Redirects it elsewhere. This is an old thing. People have done this for years. Um, King, Kim Jong-il in North Korea did it, and it's fr- fr- followed through with all of the generations of his family. Um, they use a red herring, which is the U.S., as their target puppet enemy to build a sense of, of hate to empower themselves and their cult of personality. Because it causes a sense of internal solidarity and willingness to accept things which would otherwise seem unacceptable when it is put in the framework of, well, we're only doing this because we have to protect ourselves from the bad, evil outsiders. And I wouldn't say it's been going on for years. I'd say it's been going on for millennia. Right. But the difference being... We've not had the communications technology in the past that we have now. We don't have this instantaneous, everybody walking around looking at their bloody damn phones all day instead of driving. Excuse me. 
<laughs> Sorry. Not that I'm a little... Just a bit ago, we were, we were in, in town, and we saw three people drove by, right in a row, texting as they're driving down the road, not paying a, a, even the slightest bit of attention to their driving, waving all over the place, three guys in a row. Anyway... You want to be a you want a prepper to help a prep to help stop saving or to help save your life? Don't do that. Put your dadgum phone away while you're driving. I'm getting better about that. Good. I've been working on it. Yeah. Uh, working on him actually. I don't play with my phone when I drive. I don't very much either. <laughs> yeah. Usually, uh, I just set the the audio book going and then I'm done. I think the real difference that's come about is not the willingness or intent of people who want money and power to use this tactic or the realization that this tactic is very useful. It's that the technology has become such that there are so many news, quote-unquote, sources, that it is now easy and, and uh, rewarding for people to be able to select the ones that agree with them and filter out the ones that don't agree with them, and they feel like they're getting a diversity of news because they're listening to multiple sources but they are entirely blocking out everybody who disagrees, it puts people into this positive feedback cycle where everybody they hear is agreeing with them makes them think the whole world's agreeing with them and what they're saying is obviously true and right. You'll hear me use a phrase every once in a while. Um, we, we talk about biases. And this is one of the major biases that I think people in the prepping community really really need to understand what it is and get past if you want to be a much more aware person. You're not being aware by listening to the same people say the same, thing, the same things over and over again. You're being indoctrinated. There's a difference. It's called selection bias. Absolutely. And it is a built-in human tendency. This is not because people are, are being weak-willed or badly educated or whatever. It's wired into the human brain. We need to make sense of the world, and one way our brains are wired to interpret information is that we weight information that agrees with our current mindset more heavily than we weight information that disagrees with our current mindset. And we recall information that agrees with what we thought going in better than we recall dissenting information. So even with the most clear of intentions, if you're trying to be fair, your brain's not wired to be fair. And most people, frankly, are not trying very hard. There's a fun example of exactly what we're talking about. It comes from the movie The Blues Brothers. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, well, come on, you're a communist or something out there. <laughs> yeah, watch The <laughs> Blues Brothers. What are you talking about? One of the great movies of all time. Anyway, there's a, there's a scene in there when the, the boys go into a country a bar, a roadhouse, and they're talking to the woman who works there, and they ask her, what kind of music you know you like? What do you play here? She she kind of smiles and says, we like both kinds of music, country and western. That's the bias we're talking about. Because people who don't listen to anything other than country and western, which I'm not really, I don't really care what you listen to, but, you know, that's the world they live in. You know, I have friends who can't tell me anything about anything but by golly they know every single nascar driver and who they hate okay as a hobby i don't care that makes perfect sense i you know everybody's got their thing i am a football fan she uh 
goes out and does things. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not really much of a fan of anything. Uh, but I referee when I go to yeah, sporting events referees. most often. So, but you know, it's it's one of those deals where we all get caught in our own little our own little area, and and it it sneaks up on us like. We go to church, and I'm not, I'm not saying pro, pro, con, whatever about church, but we go to church, and we hear the same thing over and over and over and over again to the point where it becomes second nature to us. This is this is just what we we know God is. And it seems downright wrong-headed that anybody should think otherwise. Now, I'm not, again, we're not getting into who's right and who's wrong, we're religion or anything like that. I'm just saying this is what's happening when... You know, people of one faith do this. People of another faith do this. Then you get the conflict. But the real problem is if you listen to uh, people like the, the media, they don't ever talk about this. They don't go into the fact that, yes, you, as in whoever, have been taught, let's get away from religion, you have been taught X story in school. This is the history that you know, because this is what the official history that was taught in your school said, right? It may be complete, and a lot of it is, complete balderdash, okay? A lot of those history taught in school is complete baloney. I'm a historian. I can tell you this. If you don't believe me, profcj.org or uh, dangerous, well, that's the dangerous history podcast, Dan Carlin. Look, look up Dan Carlin. If you don't believe me, a lot of the stuff that they taught us in school is just complete nonsense. Or but, they very carefully selected particular details and constructed a story around those details to serve their ends, ignoring the overall picture in the process. And yet they take this as a, well, we know everybody's been taught this, so we don't ever question it. We just use this as our basis of... Um, our basis of constructing our culture, honestly. Yeah. What difference does this make? Well, the difference is you, if you don't stop and put the news media aside, put the alternate news media aside, and you just get caught up in this wheel, the squirrel wheel of going and going and going, you're wasting time. You're not getting anywhere. You're spending mental resources on stuff that is just a complete and utter useless thing. Every significant emergency that has arisen on the political front that a person as an individual uh, citizen could have a significant impact on or was likely to significantly impact them Every one of those things that I can think of in my lifetime, at least, has been a complete surprise. 9-11? Yeah, we knew there were people out there who hated the United States and would love to kill a bunch, but where and when it actually happened, not a clue. Watching the news wouldn't have helped you a lick. Well, Watching about, the news afterward well, how about wouldn't have helped City? you a lick. That would have told us, right? The Oklahoma City bombing? Wrong, but thank you for playing. Nobody had a clue until afterwards. And then when the story first came out, they certainly made a lot of noise and sensationalism and explored a lot of issues, but a lot of the original reporting was just wrong. 
and knowing those facts wouldn't have significantly helped you in the least anyway. Well, what about what about the Kennedy assassination? That would that would have if, if we had just been paying attention to the news, that would have never happened, right? That told us that there were some people out there who really didn't like Kennedy. Yeah, that was a news flash, right? But as to it actually happening, no. You get our point. I mean, you know, we we see so many people talk just wasting. I'll just be honest, I'm wasting their time on politics and and. Yeah, yeah, no, just please. Now, just, the news does have a point, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you, say, if, for example, another another incident. May I use the example? Please do. Um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay, that might have been useful to know. So there is sometimes, you know, the Cuban Missile Crisis, unfortunately, it's a perfect example. The Cuban Missile Crisis is a perfect example of the news getting just about everything wrong. So what they were telling the people at the time was pretty much wrong. Um, and some of it was because they didn't have access to the good information, and some of it because was because news outlets, too, have an agenda, and they have a story they're trying to tell. I, if I could get the one book that explains the news media better than any other book that I've ever read has really nothing to do it's not right. I read this. It's about the news media. It's a book called Columbine. It's about the Columbine school massacre. I'll almost guarantee, unless you've actually gone in 10 years later and studied or read about it with modern information what happened at Columbine, I guarantee you have no idea what it was about. You have no idea that it was not supposed to be a mass shooting. You had no idea that that trench coat mafia thing they were talking about was complete baloney. Didn't happen. You had, everything that the news said, except for the number of bodies, was wrong. The, the sheriff was lying. And it's proven. I mean, it's, 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 he, he got in trouble for it. He, he was lying. Came out and just actually, everything was wrong. So this is, this is where I come back to this. Everybody's like, oh, i got to keep track of something. But the information you're getting isn't correct, probably. A lot of times people are doing it subconsciously because it feels good to feel like you're right and feel like people agree with you and feel like you know what's going on. And going to the same news sources to get your stories is a way to get that. And so we unconsciously do it. I have a friend who said, I'll only watch Fox News. I'll only watch, watch Fox News because they're the only people who agree with me. Okay. That's entertainment. That's not news. Yeah. That's entertainment. And if, if that's your groove, if that's how you want to spend your time, absolutely. Sure, yeah. But the primary point we're going for here is don't mistake it for prepping. And the other thing we want to make sense is, okay, think about what you're doing. Think about all the, the time you spent. A lot of, I know a lot of you people have been just fretting about what's going on in Congress and with the president and stuff like that. You're freaking out about so-and-so's press secretary, whatever. I don't care. I don't know. How does any of that affect you personally? And how can you have any input whatever to the situation if 
the answer is, well, it's my president, that's fine, but what can you do about it? Nothing, then stop wasting your time. Or do what you like, but don't think it's prepping. Yeah, I mean, so just if, if you enjoy getting all angsty about politics, if that's what makes you happy, by all means do. But just, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help your family be safe. The counterexample I was going for, however, was completely different. Go for it. I was going for a real example of when paying attention to the news could have been of significant benefit. Oh, yeah, there are some. This little thing called Hurricane Sandy. Sure. I mean, right? yeah, don't give it. But that's <laughs> or, weather uh, news. That's different. I'm talking about political yeah, news. But well, the important po- point there is you not only had to listen to the news to get the facts of what was going on, and you can tell they're not making that up because they're not going to make up an entire radar map. Radar map, and that's what they were showing you. Hmm. Yeah, it does look like it's pretty much zeroing in on me. At that point, you can turn off the sound because you ought to know what you're supposed to be doing when a big storm's headed your way. You should have your plans, and now it's time to go ahead and implement those plans and not sit there glued to the screen listening to 14 different analyses. Just to be clear, yeah, I was not talking about the weather. It is part of the news, technically, but, you know, if you, if you got a hurricane or, or the tornadoes are in your area. Yeah. But even still, you have to watch and be careful on the weather yeah. because so much of that stuff is just so sensationalized. For example, you go on to, I'll use a website that I really don't like, weather.com. You go on there, and they've got this big, huge scare story. The First biggest is, scare story in the country they can come up with that right. involves weather. It has nothing to do with you whatever. And what are you likely to do? Click on it. Why? Because you want to see who's in trouble. Is it me? Because they won't put your area or anybody's area in the headlines. They make you click on it to see where they're talking about. That's baloney. I mean, eat it up if that's your, if that's your dish. Eat it. I mean, go for it. But to me, I see that, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to a site where I can just go to see the weather where I'm at. That's all I care about. When the political news actually does make a difference, such as in the Cuban Missile Crisis, it's true that the Cubans were getting pretty close to tossing nukes. Well, not the Cubans. The Russians. The Russians, yeah. They Soviets were. were getting quite close to throwing nukes in our direction. So knowing that that was going on and deciding not to be in a city in southern Florida would have been a very reasonable approach. But not listening to every little detail on analysis and rehash and opinion disguised as news. This is the thing that gets me about the North Koreas. How many people are hanging on every word that idiot says? In all honesty... Unless you live in, I mean, he's not going to nuke you. And even if he does, I mean, you won't see it coming. You will not see it coming. It will It will go boom and you will find, that's how Pearl Harbor was. It went boom when yeah. it hit. That's what they call, why they call it a sneak attack. That's what 9-11 was. We knew 9-11 was a problem when the airplanes started hitting the buildings. You know? And if you were on a American base in South Korea, being keeping a closer eye on that situation would make a lot more sense. But it still wouldn't make a difference. But if you're on the continental United States, it's not a legitimate worry for you in the short term. 
Uh, you will know what the big issues are without being slavishly attached to the news channels. And the biggest danger we face from international stuff is sneak attack. But frankly, because if it's not a sneak attack, we're gonna our country will kill them first. Uh, and if it is a sneak attack, well, there's nothing we can do about it except for be prepared to deal with the aftermath. If you're worried about a North Korean EMP, that's fine. But don't sit around waiting, watching to see if you can figure out what's going to happen. Do your EMP prepping. That's all we're saying, if that's what your worry is. Instead of sitting there watching the, the computer for every word that idiot says, hey, spend that same time going through your prep, seeing, seeing where, where you're at, what you're doing, where you're at. Good prepping takes a hell of a lot. Heck of a lot more, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I apologize. Heck of a lot more time than simply uh, what you can do by watching the news today and worry that it's going to happen this week. You're not going to be significantly prepared for a major event that way anyway. You're much better off if you have sp spend the effort putting the internal logistics in place so you're ready to go. And then when something happens, you're surprised, but you're prepared. And that, that's what I want to bring. I want to bring it to an end with one thing that we hadn't talked about, but I, I know she totally agrees with that. The other big, huge danger of being a news junkie, uh, prepper, freakout person is it takes your eyes off the real threats. What's most likely to happen to you is not a North Korean nuclear warhead landing on your head. No, we overweight. You're much more likely to get hit by a hurricane, a tornado, an earthquake, um, train wreck of toxic chemicals. You know, you know the ones. An idiot driving down the roads texting is much more likely to kill you. Or yelling at his talk radio, for that matter. Or yelling at, you know, yelling at his talk radio. So, we always worry about the big thing. We always worry about the SDH... I can't even say it out loud. S-H-T-F situations. We always worry about that. We always worry about the grid down. Oh my gosh, the grid down. And yeah, I... I'm not saying I, I prep for it, but when in reality, what I really need to be concerned about is it's 100 degrees outside. The power goes down for six hours. You know, how am I going to keep from roasting inside my house? How am I going to keep my, uh, are my foods, do I have my food, the type of food that I'll lose all my food because I have everything in my freezer or my, you know, this is the kind of stuff we need to think about. It's another natural human test tendency to overweight the dramatic and to overweight the things we've heard about most. And that is the biggest risk of prepping by newscast is it draws all your attention to things that are very dramatic and it puts to the top of your mind whatever things the people at the news station feel like talking about and that's really not where the high probability risk is for most people and therefore it's drawing your attention away from the things that are most likely to impact you and your family.
you want most likely to impact your thing that you can do to, to keep from having a disaster in your family, put on your seatbelt. It's that simple. Probably the number one, two thing is don't text while you drive. I mean, you know, I know it's, I'm sorry, it's boring. You know, it is. And, you know, if another thing, go back to our last podcast, or two times ago, I forget now, and uh, the uh, the health stuff. The health stuff. Get 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 yourself in Get order. yourself scored away there. This is what you get. I mean, this has nothing to do with with the news or anything like that. That's the real thing. That's that's where the rubber is going to hit the road for you. Can I uh, close this one off? Close it. She's going to be the closer. Because I've got a modification of a quote that was very meaningful to me when I was, uh, I must have been a teenager or something reading. It, the quote was about all wars are the same size because death comes one to the customer. And in truth, all emergencies are the same size because they do also come one to the customer. The one that you have to deal with is the one that you have to be prepared for. How many other millions of people might be dealing with it is not necessarily a relevant question. Take a look at what's likely to impact you and be ready. Well, it looks like she threw the, the spitball down the middle and struck me out, so I guess we're gone. Better Bye. Wrap it. Hmm? Bye. 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 Bye.